When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, we got the cute boy here himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello to beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? I'm excited. I'm excited because we got one of my own. We got a big boy in the studio. And you know, you know, Sebastian's happy. I'm getting that jolliness, you know? Yeah. Another big boy comes along, I'm getting jolly. Uh, this guy is hilarious. You got to go check out his uh, stand-up. He opens for Nate Bargatze on the road. He's uh, headlining clubs all over the nation. You got to check him out. Uh, go to his YouTube to check out his uh, stand-up special, Coronation. I watch it. I think it's hilarious, man. Oh, you are so funny. Uh, go check out his Instagram, Justin Smith Comedy. Give it up for Justin Smith. What's up, guys? How's it Ooh. going? You guys good? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, man. Good? Yeah. I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, I dude, me so, too, man. I'm so, I think you're so funny, and I was so excited to get you here. Oh, thank you, man. Well, first of all, I, I love it because my girl, uh-huh. uh, who's who's also Italian, is a, is a b- very big fan of the show. Ooh, and she goes, she goes hey, she goes, she goes, you're going to be in New York. She goes, I, w- I want you to do this one. She goes, I want you to do this pod. And so she, and she was like a, she, a fellow paisan. Yeah. We absolutely. love that. She was like, but it was very funny because she's uh-huh. Italian. Yeah. And she goes, before I left, she goes, baby, I love you. Don't embarrass me in front of my people. And I was like, I was like, dude, I felt the weight of that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Because I don't have that. I don't have that whole don't embarrass me. Well, you can. In, in Italian culture, you're an embarrassment to the family. Right. Well, now we have a quiz for you about Italian food. <laughs> no, 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 food portion. I'm all. I feel like I'm dialed in. Well, that's all Italian culture is: is food. Right. It's food and being loud. That's perfect. Can you be loud? I mean, I can. I can do it. I, I. You know what's funny? I thought I could be loud, and then yeah. I went to Thanksgiving at her family's house. Oh. And you're like, dude, I'm the. I'm like, they're like. I think at one point they would go. They her family went to her, and they go, "Hey, is he sick?" Like, is he all right? Because like, you're quiet. You... Yeah. But I'm like, I wasn't being quiet. I'm over there. I'm over there holding court with all the cousins. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like dude, I think you're like, dude, I think I'm murdering right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, dude, what's wrong with him? Why does he talk? Like, you, like, he, just, he just sits over there. Like, I, dude, I think I'm slaying it. Like, cause, like I love cigars, too. Yeah. And I brought oh, cigars oh, for oh. everybody. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm you cigar. killed. You did yeah, kill. I thought so. Like, I, like, I'm like, I'm thinking about wearing a wife beater under. Woo. But like, like, I'm thinking about doing that. Like, all this you stuff. don't gotta tell me. I know I'm telling you, man. I saw the lines. I saw the lines. You know it's real. <laughs> well, let me ask. Can I ask a, a question about the? Because okay. again, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be in the family. I want to like okay, of connect. Course. Yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, how do you keep the wife beater from like dipping down below the below the boots? Dude, I'm telling you, like I tuck it into my shirt, yeah, yeah. and then by three o'clock, it's down here like a wrestling singlet. Like it's crazy. And you're, like, you're looking like the Big Show. I dude, I'm telling you, it's and that's why I look like Tony Soprano. I, 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 dude, I want to snap. It's like, it's like dude, yeah. I, it's all the way down. Like, if, if it's any further, it's gonna be my belly button. You can't be you, one. Do, you got to get extra long. Oh, I do. You I do 100%. get long. Yeah, but all it right. keeps stretching. 
maybe you go a size up. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Wait, hold on. You tell me I should buy a smaller size? No. <laughs> I mean, can you say that again slower so I can keep it in my phone? <laughs> I like it hugging my body. Right, right. I like it on my body. I started wearing it when I was in junior high when we had to start changing in the locker room. Right. So you have to do something about it. You know, I can't just have nipples out at the locker room. Right. I feel like that's the best part is, like, I feel like big guys – Sorry, buddy. That's okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold court for a yeah. while. You just take it. I think you might need to take a nap for a while. Uh, <laughs> no, he could try me with questions from the right, from, yeah. from the average folk. So what is this word chafing? <laughs> but I, I I feel like you 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 get like your dad's fashion. Uh, like you get it, like like uh-huh. when you're younger, like big guys get it. So you're like. Hand like me I, down clothes. Oh, no, not even that, but just okay. like you understand why your dad wore this or that. Oh, uh, my dad's like, a skinny man. That's oh, the problem. Well, I'm sorry. Skinny, buddy. yeah. Yeah, he's a thin man. But tell me, so your dad's a big guy. Well, no, well, he's not, but I like, I, you uh, learn from like big guy. Well, he is, but I did not learn my fashion from him. He's like uh, a, he's like a good old boy. Oh, uh, so okay. he, he's a guy that just has like the gut, but he just lets it hang over his pants. Oh, and. Oh, uh, sorry, that's your father. No, no, it's okay. That's all right. He would also, I think he would agree. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, when I found suspenders for the first time, like I wear suspenders underneath all my stuff. So my you pants do? don't fall down. Dude, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Because I don't ever tuck my shirt in. I'm always, uh, unfortunately, I'm always cheeks are out. Dude, but- you got to go suspenders. This it's is a, amazing. It's, it's a game changer. It's a cool look. Just, I got them right now. You want to like I? I believe you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like, we don't want to demonetize. <laughs> I, was, no, no, no. I was so I was so excited. And yeah, you, close you off. Were, you were like, "Hey, we need no, no, no." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I need to try suspenders because I sit down and go to stand up. My stand up move. It's not about getting up. It's about positioning my pants back up. Yeah. So it's not a full butt hanging. Belts do nothing. Right. Because they're because again when you're when you're a big guy people yeah. don't understand this you're one size sitting down, and then when you stand up you're a different size. Yep, you're literally two sizes smaller standing up. Yeah, it's actually remarkable. I want to lose weight. I just stand for a minute. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I go. Ooh, this shirt's baggy. <laughs> that's why it's so funny. Is and I don't, I don't think skinny people will ever understand that when I try a button up shirt on, I have to try it on standing up, see how it looks, mm-hmm. and then I have to sit down. To see how it fits. Because, you know, someone told me I was wearing a button-down one time, and some guy, I was standing up, it looked good, sat down, he goes, damn, yeah. those <laughs> buttons could talk, they'd be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I went, damn, because Italian people have good insults like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll make you feel small in a second in a creative way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's why I'm always grateful that the table always comes to right here. Why do you think it, cover, it covers up those buttons? We do table on purpose on this pot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna maybe sit in a chair where I gotta? Oh, dude, on the a mo- couch. Oh my gosh, dude! All these podcasts are couches. They're, that's not fat friendly. This oh. is fat phobia. These podcasts. Dude. <laughs> Can I tell you? I was on one pod one time, uh-huh. and I tried to. I tried to do that. The the uh, like the Tonight Show thing. Yeah. I tried to cross my leg, <gasps> and then I tried to like, and then I just, and then I just, I got there and I went, <gasps> and then I just, and then I just went back, and. Then, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, dude, I hope nobody saw that. And then everybody saw it. Of course. Have you ever crossed your leg in real life, or you were just like in the moment? You're like, this I mean, is dude, the if move. I if I if I can get a hold of the bottom of the pant and yeah. pull it over, it's, got, a, it's a three step move. I gotta get a I gotta get a whole crew involved with this. <laughs> so anything, I want to cross my leg. Can you yeah, give me yeah, hands? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but you're from so you're I like it. You're a big guy, but you're from a different world than me. 
Right. So you're like you're I'm like a New York kid. You're like a what would you say Midwest of a South well, so I, Southern I boy? S- people get mad when you talk about Oklahoma because the Midwest doesn't claim Oklahoma. Yeah. The Southwest doesn't claim Oklahoma. The South definitely gets mad about it. Yeah. I don't know what to up. call you. So we're but we're kind of like a we're kind of like a we're like our own thing. Sure. Okay. And but I would say that for me Southern culture was kind of where I got brought into what is southern culture it's just kind of like a um you're kind of like a you don't follow anybody's rules type situation like i know people brag about like (coughs) texas being its own thing Uh like oklahoma is that like when all these states were had their own like set up rules and regulations like oklahoma was just lawless like oklahoma was that's where the musical probably comes from i mean there's, there was there wasn't as much show tunes going on oh. back then. There was a lot more. I mean, like Oklahoma City itself, because you know about the land run, right? No, I don't. Don't. Oh my gosh. Well, so please educate at, us. At one point in Oklahoma, they cleared out the whole state, and they divided it up into all these plots, like like six or ten or twenty acre plots, uh-huh. and they divided them up, and they were like, if you want land, you line up on the border of the state. And the, at noon on this day, they fired off a bunch of cannons, and you just went and grabbed land. The original Black Friday. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I've Walmart. never, I've never heard anybody refer to it like that. But that is exactly <laughs> what it was like. Just the trampling people. No, I want that plot. We only have three hundred TVs in here, so if y'all want it, y'all better get after it. <laughs> people hitting each other. I was here first. You never seen old ladies as savage on that day. But dude, it's like yeah. So that's where that's insane. So they so Oklahoma City uh, went from a city that didn't exist one day. So there was no people, there was nothing. And Oklahoma City went from no people to a population of 100,000 in wow. a day, in one day. Wow. So no no infrastructure, no fir- idea. Literally just people just showed up and they're like we're going to and that's our city's built like that. So our city went from being nothing to enormous. So that would probably hurt the city a little bit. No, no I mean, well, they figured it out. They did? They, there, was a, there was a lot of murders, but they figured it yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I know? mean. It sounds like there would be like a lot of, oh, well, I'm the, I'm going to be this place barber. No, I'm the barber, you know? Well, like, it's kind of, well it's, it, there was a lot of like slum lord situations. Yeah. And they were dividing stuff up and people... But it's like that whole thing, like for the longest time, Oklahoma was like outlaw territory. Uh, so mm. like natives would live there. Uh-huh. And then uh, all the outlaw, like the kind of like the bank robbers. Well, I mean, like you would go like old, the old West. They realized that nobody kind of had say in this place. Yeah. So it was kind of like uh, they could just go in like any, they, they'd go rob places in Texas uh-huh. or Kansas and then they just hang out in Oklahoma because nobody really had jurisdiction oh. in Oklahoma. And the same with the police. Like you like Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde, everywhere they would rob, they would go through Oklahoma because all these marshals, they didn't have. It was like a safety territory. Yeah, they couldn't yeah. go. So they they would they would cut through Oklahoma. So this Jesus. Like, so this whole thing of, of Oklahoma is kind of like this. Like that's the culture that we're built on. And we kind of get lumped in with all these like because we have like Arkansas and Kansas mm-hmm. and Texas. So and there's kind of like not not saying anything bad about those people because I know good people there. We know good people, but let's but, speak ill of it. But they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like let's like, destroy. You're like listen, I don't want to say anything bad about Staten Island, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think a lot of the a lot of the problems of those states, the uh-huh. kind of like the. Um, 
they bled into Oklahoma. Like that's not Oklahoma culture. Like uh, people came to Oklahoma to kind of start like a new yeah. life. Like that's a kind of like 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 a Black Wall Street. That succeeded because uh-huh. you have a group of people that were like, I want to, we want to build our own culture here. Yeah. And it was flourishing and it was sure, other before. states that came in like, they go like, oh, are these people, this group of people happy and doing well? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to come. Let's literally destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, one of the worst massacres ever. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a few, there was a few more. Oh, of course. There was a few more. A few more that were a little bit. You know. Oh, oh okay. Never mind. It's so funny. No history. It's so funny to watch you be like, I don't know. All right, I don't like the corner we just turned down. Uh. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little. Right. Uh, we're on the edge of politics, yeah. and we're people feel dying. Uh, <laughs> but that's why right, you're from this. Oklahoma City. Tell but me that's, about. Uh, that's why I love. That's why I love Oklahoma because that's yeah. the. That's all this this craziness because nobody knows, and I honestly no. I didn't know. I didn't know. I took a a class. It, growing up, it was called like Oklahoma history, and they didn't teach us any of the fun stuff. Really, they were like, "Hey, do you know uh, Frank Keating was the governor for this?" And you're like, "Who is Frank? Who cares?" Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah what did they do? Like, yeah. like, do, do you see like the Wild Boys? Like, we literally had yeah. all these like crazy dudes living in our state. You're like, "That's awesome!" And they're like, "Oh, we also invented like the parking meter and the shopping cart." Like, dude, wh- wh- why don't we talk about that? Dude, like this. The shopping cart must have been a great invention. I mean, I I loved it. Had to be a fat guy. I met the I met the woman. I used to do comedy uh-huh. in the woman's. Her family invented the shopping cart. Oh, they wow. had a restaurant. and They would do comedy. Wow. Yeah. They invented the shopping cart. So she's got shopping cart money. I did, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah is yeah. that good money? Well, it, I you couldn't tell because she definitely didn't know how to spend it. <laughs> I'm sure. If I had shopping cart money, oh yeah. my gosh, this this uh, it would have been a different life. Totally. Oh god, I I would have gold teeth. Like I do. I would. I would just. You would go straight all trash, all. Wild. Oh, dude, for sure. Like you're like, why go to the dentist? I can just go to the jeweler instead. <laughs> Like it's like, like I why would I go get my teeth scraped when I can just go put gold on my t- like you're like yeah. it would be the best. Look, the gold is never dirty, right? 100%. And if it is, you go. <laughs> it looks nice and shiny. I uh I went to Oklahoma. I thought it was, I had a good time. I thought the food was okay, but I didn't right. have like good like what's the food there that well, you're you rocking? Well, I was in Tulsa, so uh there there I believe it or not there's mm-hmm. a pizza place there. That is incredible. I can't with this shit. I know. I, can't I know. With this I shit, understand. Man. Like well, this is I, what your girlfriend was I, worried about. Can I? Can I? Tell <laughs> you, you came here and you did what your girl was worried about. Can I tell you something? He showed up, no nothing in hand, didn't have a single item. <laughs> look at him. He shot me a look like, how dare you bring this up? <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. I'm every kidding. he didn't have. To. And here's and here's why I bring it up, because every person from New York that comes yeah. to Oklahoma, yeah. they they're the exact same way. Yeah. You know who's the, who the was the biggest convert that I ever had who? was Paul Verzi. Oh really? Paul Verzi came. He's a real dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And he was like, he has the thing. First of all, Paul's like, Paul's like, hey man, do you know where I come from? Because you know what I am. You're gonna try to serve me Oklahoma pizza? Because boy, you better come correct. Like he's like, he's New York people are actually insane though. Because for him to go, you know where I come from? Where? From a hospital? (laughs) (laughs) From a hospital in a different location? (laughs) But I took I took Verzi to to this place. And it's a it's a different type, but it's like a New York slice. It's a, uh-huh. it's a slice house. Yeah. And they uh, it's called Empire Pizza. And <laughs> the they, dude, I'm telling you, 
they 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 do it right and it's yeah. like they 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 do like kind of like creative they don't have new york type slices uh-huh. they use different types of ingredients see now we're going down the bad road but it's like <laughs> but i'm telling you even verzi was like what's okay. the different ingredients like they use uh well, alfredo sauce i can't with that shit no 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 they they do uh like uh they use different types of mushrooms it's kind of like they they make oh. like a dish i like mushrooms i we we could pull up the menu after but i'd like <laughs> I like I, I like you put it on a spot and go, oh, dude. I can't name one ingredient that they put on there, but I know that it's like it's yeah. not it's not the slice like you don't get like the broccoli chicken slice here, yeah. the the chicken carbonara. They don't have uh-huh. any of the, the slices that you get here. They don't have them there. Oh, okay. But they're they're creative, and, and they always have a pepperoni and a cheese. That's great. That's my standard. Right. See, I'm I'm a snob, so if I probably went there and they were probably like, we have a good pizza spot. I go, I don't want pizza because right. my rule is I leave New York. I don't want to eat pizza. Right. I could eat the best here. I'd rather like have I don't know barbecue or whatever. Yeah, well, barbecue barbecue is fantastic in Oklahoma. Is it? I worked at a barbecue restaurant for years. Cook? Uh, everything. I did everything. everything. I served. I I yeah. did the pit. They didn't. They never trusted me to run the pit all the way. Why? Because it's just because it's a it's a thing. Oh, because it's like you. It's a process. Like it's a it's a multiple day process. Wow. Smoking wow. brisket in Oklahoma. So it's like they put the meat on. They leave it on for two days. Like it smokes for two to three days. And then they so once it's smoked all the way, then they kind of then they they cool it, uh-huh. and then the next day after the two to three day smoke, then they put it in the main smoker, and then then they bring it into the restaurant, and so they that's how they cut it. Wow! But it's a that's incredible. You have to have a guy that wakes up. At, they call him the pit. The pit. A lot of places they call him the pit master. I've there's a Netflix show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to watch it. I said this isn't my culture. No, <laughs> it's a dude. It's a it's a. It's a you're like, why are you doing this? Yeah. But when you taste their barbecue, like it's great. But he, my buddy, it's like people that are very into whiskey and like like doing that. It's like they age it for a while, they really perfect it. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a culture I don't understand, but I enjoy the product. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. My buddy, it's crazy that uh, one of my childhood friends, he was a manager at the restaurant that I started working at. Uh-huh. He bought it from the owner. So uh, now, like, my, oh. one of my childhood friends is the owner of the restaurant that I worked in. So it's like he's taken over, and he did this. He introduced this like new pastrami sandwich, Oof, which is love like, that. oh, dude! But it's just it's so good because you're like, when I lived here, like it's kind of great because like I I grew up there, I lived here for six years, so it's like I've I've had pastrami sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and anytime yeah. anytime anybody from Oklahoma tries to do a New York thing, I'm like. Don't embarrass me. You know, it's like it's like because yeah. you know, like, I want to bring people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I love representing my state. I love that. And uh, but this this dude's sandwich is like they're legit. It's like super salty and just dude. It's everything. It's peppery. Yeah. And the coleslaw they have is like super like sweet. So it goes right, dude. It's like it's like a perfect. It's like a perfect mesh. I don't know why. Why I'm, I guess I'm hungry. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> no, I was about to say, I love how you talk about food. Because there's so many people that are, are like, I don't know what term. Do you say fat? Well, how do, what do you call yourself? It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't whatever, matter. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah whatever it is. <laughs> I like, love how I went like, for the, the most aggressive one first. Yeah. What do you call yourself? Fat? Yeah. <laughs> well, people, uh, people, people want to be like, oh, I'm like plus size. Or yeah. Like, I respect whatever you want to be called. Me too. But for me, it's like, uh, it's, this is fat. Most yeah, people yeah. identify with fat. I'm not mad about fat. Sure. I don't want to fight about fat. Well, what I like about you is so that you're, you're like a fat. Uh, you're a fat. And right. so I'm, I'm a fat. I've never That's... had it been called like that. But <laughs> How, can I make it more offensive? I am, I am indeed of the fat. <laughs> you're of the fat family, right? right? And, and as am I. And what I like about you is us. 
you speak so bluntly and honestly about food and consumption of food as a fat person. Right. Like when you're bit about the best thing in life is eating food alone. Mm-hmm. I've never heard something more relatable. <sighs> like <laughs> the you are right. The mm-hmm. best tasting food is by yourself. Dude, we were it's so funny that you bring this up cuz I, I don't talk about this on here because what is he going to say? I yeah. agree. I <laughs> No, I but agree. Sickness, I agree with Robbie. that. I agree with. Oh, dude, I got eating gotta... alone. Like I like oh. to go. I like to eat alone. You get to indulge. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would. Yeah. Oh. Dude, we literally. I was. I was. It was in Pennsylvania doing shows, mm-hmm. and I brought a. I brought a guy with me, mm-hmm. and he's like a. He's like a super tall guy. Okay. He's he's is Jason Choi. Do you know Jason Choi? No, I don't. He's like Check a super. He's super tall yeah. Asian dude, but he. Uh, he's the other side of big and tall. Which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay. to watch us both get out of the car was hilarious. <laughs> it was like we were doing a DXL shoot. It was crazy. <laughs> and so, and so we're uh, we go after the shows. We go to at the casino. They have a Johnny Rockets, and it's uh, that's the only thing that's open late. I I and don't so, hate a Johnny Rocket. I grew up on it. It was right. in the malls, you know. 100%. Which is it's the only thing that's open. So yeah. that, it's not like I was like, oh, Johnny Rockets, great. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's you know. So we go to get the food. And Jason is like, hey, so where are we going to go eat it? And I go, what do you mean where are we going to go eat it? And I go, we're going to go to our room. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? I go, I'm going to go to my room. Yeah. I'm going to put this on the counter. I'm going to pull my phone up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> and I'm going to eat all this food. And it's going to be gr- amazing. I've been looking forward to this all day. It's the most alive you'll feel all day. And he goes. And at peace. That's my meditation is eating food alone in the room. Oh, dude, it's great. <laughs> It's great. And you pick a show that doesn't, like, you put a show on, it doesn't matter what it no. is. Yeah. I, if a show I watch while I eat, I'll, I'll absorb zero of it. 100%. Because I'm absorbing something else. Right. That's just noise so I don't feel totally alone. Right. Yeah. 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 I just don't want to hear myself chewing. Yes. That's I, it. I, and the thoughts. I don't want to hear I don't thoughts. Want I don't want to. <laughs> and, so okay. and yeah, I'm all about that. Robbie is a good eater. That's. I, I'm a, I will also eat alone at night and get like $30 worth of food. And just be like, this is my vice. So what's your go-to? This is my like... favorite. I guess pizza for the longest time in New okay. York. But I don't really live by pizza. The other night I got like tacos, nachos, block. Yeah. Now when you get a when you get a when you're getting pizza just for you. Yeah. This is New York, so you can get slices delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get the whole pie or do you get slices? I've gotten a whole pie, but I usually get I would get four slices. Two right. white four with, slices is two white with spinach, plain. This is why he's and on here. I got pepperoni. You. We went on vacation and he, it was tremendous. We ordered, we ordered four entrees for two of us. <laughs> right. Yeah, and knows, I can hold. Because we're going to try everything. Yeah. Yes. And you that's what we're doing. Everything. So like, uh, he hangs. He hangs. And, and actually, late at night, he wants the food more than me if we're out in the back. Right. Yeah. He needs it. Gotcha. He needs it. I love that. Yeah, I mean, me I do too. think Italian, the, the main vice is food. Yeah, I don't even. That, go, that I don't think it's a vice. I think it's a superpower. It's a superpower. Oh! Okay. <laughs> I mean, like something that I you don't feel like down. Talking over here. Right, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. A positive spin for the facts. You're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Which is like something that brings you. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not a vice. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I really do think that it's like because dude, I was in a relationship for a decade, and it's crazy now being in a relationship with an Italian woman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. I I did I'm, I didn't realize how emotionally scarred I was, oh. because this you know the girl I was you know with for a long time, yeah. uh, she would make crockpot meals. Okay, uh. and then so it was just and, and and again she was a very nice girl. I would never say anything bad about her publicly. 
but <laughs> eating yeah, eating mushy gray meals. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh yeah. my gosh. So now here's the yeah. thing. So so my girl now, when she makes uh, a crock pot meal, but she seasons it sure. within an inch of its life. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I like, like I, I, I like I like your, your current partner. Oh she my gosh, she awesome. she's amazing. Like yeah. we go we go places and we'll I'll eat broccoli. Uh-huh. She makes the most amazing broccoli. She puts like I mean, but she's red pepper flakes. Yeah, and she sees. I mean, she seasons it so. Oh God, well. tell me, I have some from Italy in my closet. Oh my gosh, I'm really? A, yeah, of course. I'm a sicko. I always bring. Anytime I go to Italy, I bring it back. My sister goes. She'll bring me red pepper flakes back. Oh my gosh, can I steal some in a bag of and course. take it back? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll give you a little zip. <laughs> this is great. This I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite of an Italian guest. Where like, I'm like, hey, instead of bringing you something, can I take something with me? Nah, yeah, I would no, be no, honored good. for you to bring some red pepper flakes. Oh, back dude, with she you. would love me. I would. Oh, dude. of course, of course. I got, I, I got you. Oh my gosh. Dude. I mean, it tastes the same. It's just emotional. <laughs> no, no, no. Intellectually, it's different. Can we cut that part out, please? Cut that part out, please. They don't taste the same. You know what? We'll cut this whole part out. You can pretend it's a Christmas gift for your girl. Oh yeah, yeah. this is great. This is great. It's, I love it. Yeah, for yeah. So I think that's. Yeah, hanging with someone that knows how to eat or like someone that knows how to cook is important. I think you could cook vegetables great, but oh, you yeah. just have to put oil, salt, yeah, pepper. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do the whole kit and caboodle. She's, I mean, dude, she she goes so hard, like in the paint, like dude, our cabinet with all these, like I go, what is this? What is yeah. that? She goes, don't worry about it. Oh god. And then, but when it, dude, when she, when I, when we eat, it's it comes like, together. It, dude, is awesome. Are you a sneaker guy? Uh yeah, I I'm not like a title sneaker guy. Uh-huh. Like you know how people are like, "Oh my gosh, these are the Yeah. uh Hype you beast. know, yeah, like uh like the off-white, these like I'm not you that know dude. names. I but I I definitely will be like I like the color of these. Yeah. And they don't I don't need a $400 price tag mm-hmm. for me to want them. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's I, the healthy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be with because I I love I love color. I love all this stuff. So like, if I see a pair of sneakers I want, I go. I want like you know those are what I. Yeah. I don't care about what the price is. That's right. There's only like there's only like three pairs of shoes that I'm like are like my white whale. Uh huh. Whatever. The the first pair number one is the Travis Scott fours. Ah, uh, the, the the blue, blue ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are like if I ever, but every and time they're good. They're, those are a comfy shoe. Oh yeah, 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 they're a comfy shoe. They're the only they're the, of the Jordans. They're the ones that like that I like. The fours are the ones that I like. Yeah, yeah. The but, threes are pretty good. Uh, I I rock threes and ones. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everybody finds their Jordan, and that's the one they stick with. I know. But the those are those have always eluded me. One because when they came out, I was like, I want those, but I was broke. So, but every every time I do a little bit better in my career, they become a little bit more expensive. Sure. So they seem a little bit more out of reach every time. It's like it's like oh, when I could afford to drop yeah. two fifty three hundred on sneakers, they were five hundred. Whenever I could afford to drop five hundred on sneakers, they were a thousand. Yep, uh, it's like that's they they're keeping pace with you. They're growing yeah. as you yeah. go. And then the other ones that I, I that I have always wanted, and you can't find them anywhere, was the Statue of Liberty dunks. Oh yeah, the those ones are that awesome. they're, they're like they're like the green, and uh-huh. as you like kind of ru- the they, the copper stress comes yeah, through, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like how the Statue of Liberty does. Yeah, incredible yeah. In, in like design. 
those are those are the two that are like yeah. oh my gosh and because then, like, as a big guy like I know that I lean towards sneakers because I can't get the coolest clothes right so like I'm a, so you're you're an equal yes oh. so I'm like I want to show people that I hold have on some, I, that's <laughs> oh my gosh I want to show people I have some style <laughs> and as a big guy there's only uh, what I we wear t-shirts right right shout out one bone thank you oh absolutely this is a one I bone actually, collab I actually brought my one my custom one bone Fuck I had yeah. this made. <laughs> From their clothes, like it's like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I was like, because we talked about it. We go, uh-huh. hey, we can't wear the same shirt. I know we can't wear the same shirt because <laughs> both of us again are, are dressed by one bone. On the oh, band. absolutely, like, yeah. Dude. They're 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 literally the best. They're great. But then sometimes uh, before that, I was just going to DXL. You oh. know what I mean? Or even worse than that, like JC Penny, big and tall yeah. section. Oh, dude, that's where people go to die. Yeah, that's where people literally. It's I've never seen. They'll have. Like an XLT and then a eight XLT of the ugliest shirt you ever had, yeah. like a, a Homer Simpson, but it's off brand somehow. Yeah, dude, it's like, what, what do you think that we wear? Like, do you uh, like? And there's some places you go and they're like, oh, we got all these beer T-shirts. And you're like, I'm 30. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm 30 with like a like I, I have to I have to look good on stage. What am I gonna wear? A Darth Vader shirt every other yeah. day of the week? Why do they think we're obsessed with Star Wars and even like, and Rick and Morty? I'm tired of the Rick and Morty crap. It is, yeah, dude. That's bad. And you're it's like all cartoon shirts. You see people walk into DXL, and and but the people helping them in DXL are not like they're not like, dude. We're gonna ch-. like. I wish I wish I could work at DXL for one day just so I could anybody that comes in and go, you know what? Give me your credit card. I'm gonna change your life right now. Yeah. I'm oh. gonna change your life right now. Wow. And we're gonna we're gonna dress you. Uh-huh. We're gonna take these. Pa- we're gonna tailor. We're gonna ha- we're gonna fix you up right now. Sure. We're gonna get you four outfits. That are like, and we're not gonna break the bank. We're not yeah. gonna do all this stuff. It's yeah. not gonna be just polo. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna. Don't get me started on polo. Oh, dude, I love polo. I do. Too. I love Ralph Lauren. You walk in there, sweatshirts two hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah, what am I doing? But I, but I, but I love that too because it's like it's like it's our Versace. <laughs> it's our like. <laughs> If you're like, if you see a fat guy in a polo, you're like, oh, that dude's got money. He, got, he, had, a, he, got, he had a good month. If he's if he's got if he's got polo sport on, you're uh, like, oh, he's flexing now. Yeah, because uh, he's got the athletic, he's got the leisure wear. <laughs> I know that that because that is the expensive section of DXL. Yeah, is the polo. I, I I'll like look everywhere else and then I'll go over to the polo and I'll be like, one day. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, you should go all these all the DXL places. Uh-huh. They all. All the clothing companies have weird corners of their uh, website that have big and tall sections. So oh. like Psycho Bunny, uh-huh. Ralph Lauren. You know they what? All I have, don't do Psycho Bunny. We, it's they have a lot of uh, you whatever. Like it. I, I did. I did. Is that a loss for words? I went. I went. No, no, no. I did. Well, just done. I did the thing where I went. I, I was gonna defend it, and then I looked in your eyes. I was like. I don't know. I'm not gonna win this one. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna bow out. From I this just one. never saw it. Here's the thing. I need to have seen the brands before I walked into DXL to wear it. Right. And I never saw Psycho Bunny out. The only person I ever saw wearing it was Shaq. Right. And I like love Shaq. Right. But I'm not looking for him for inspiration for clothes. <laughs> what is? I, I thought it was like a Bad Bunny knockoff. Psycho Bunny. No. What is no. it? Because like I think a, he addressed it. Don't they like steal his logo a little bit? I don't know. I don't Psycho uh, Bunny's been around for oh most it has of years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so if anything, so maybe Bad Bunny stole their logo yeah but what is it what course. what do you like about why does anybody why does anybody have to steal anything <laughs> I don't know <laughs> not everybody it's just, it could be collaborative it is maybe. everybody's like like what they stole from we're like you know can they, it's it's a, what are they, what are they uh, collective re, like or not what's uh, the collaborate a uh, collab 
What's the when the two comics think of the same thing? Oh, parallel, uh, thing, parallel, parallel thinking. thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how you put art in a box. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was like I'm a sorry. specific yeah. logo that they both use, but it could, I could be wrong. I don't no, know. I'm not um, sure. But there's corners to these websites where they have. Yeah. So they, uh -huh. you just go and you can find. Um, they have big and tall, and so that the big and tall sizes go like way up there. That's nice. Like they'll go like like Ralph Lauren goes all the way to like six. Wow. People don't know that they go. They think oh they go to four maybe five. Yeah. But they go all the way to six. That's incredible. And so you can like find like anything you want. So normally what I do is if I go to these brands, I go and I get them tailored down. So I get like a big size and then I tailor it down to. Oh, like, to fit your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the other thing too. You have a little money. Not a whole. Like, you you, can you got do a this, little money. You can do it on a budget. You got a I, little money. I have a little bit, but it's like it's not like it's nothing crazy. I tell yeah. you, what, I still live in an apartment. So well, that's not. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, it, I live it, in an apartment in Nashville. Yeah, so I, that's why is. I stopped myself. Mid there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you you were like uh, before this. I know that you were like religious, religious, and you were oh yeah thought yeah, about yeah. being a preacher. Are you I, still are I was, you still a religious in that way? No, no, no. No, that left, no. huh? Yeah, I, that train was just like, uh, it just kind of like, I just, I kind of let it go uh -huh. just because I was just like, and I don't ever fault anybody for, like, I don't ever want to be the guy, because a lot of people that leave religion, yeah. they're like angry about it. Yeah. And they're like, how do you know what you're playing? You're like, I don't care. Sure. Because I also, like, I had uh, uh, my grandpa and he, all, I had a bunch of family members that were all like AA. Uh -huh. So I know that... Uh, that like religion is like a big part. Yeah, of, sure. Higher power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that there are people, and I know there's also people in this world that need religion to yeah. stay right, like I, to keep to keep to keep all you know. So, I took a class called Psychology of Religion in college. It was, right. It was great. You like understand like some sometimes people need something bigger than them to help them be 100%. okay with their day, and I still think there is stuff bigger than us. You right. Know? Like I just don't know what it is. Just like a seven XL. <laughs> There's a seven XL out there somewhere. Uh, what was and you went to school for this? Yeah, like, yeah I graduated. I have a degree. For, a degree in what? Uh, it's called a Bachelor of Christian Ministry. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So I like, and it's like a pre. It's like a, a like a pastor's. Uh -huh. Like a it's like a general pastor's degree. Yeah. And I got an emphasis in youth ministry. Oh, cool. so that was kind of like my the, my emphasis. I could tell from the beanie that you're a youth minister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you writing jokes? Minister. Wait till you see me yeah. order pizza. Oh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, can I get thirteen of those? Actually, you know what? I just uh, that's a mistake. It's an old habit. Uh, can I? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I dude, I I I just got I got into it a little, like, just kind of like the easy version of it. Yeah, is because there's there was a lot where it was like I thought this is what I wanted to do with my life. Sure. And then I learned that the business was a little different than what I thought it was going to be. Okay. And so I kind of like I realized that the things that I love that I loved about uh, religion, that comedy was the way that I could do all those things. What were the things? It was just like kind of like doing something kind of bigger than yourself. Yeah. And comedy, and also kind of serving that thing for real. Uh -huh. So like when you make people laugh. Yeah. Like that's all that matters. That's yeah. literally all that matters. Yes. And you can you can make people laugh in any way you want to. Like one of the things, and not to be like disparage people, because I, I do have a lot of friends that are still 
pastors. Of and course, I think we're that, speaking very kindly and nicely. Right. People who know nothing about religion shit on it all the time. Well, I think You're, that's that's also what's so funny to me is yeah. because I open for a uh, there's a, because I'm a clean comic. Uh -huh. A lot of religious people come to my show. Sure, of course. And so it is very funny though because. I went to school with all these pastors. Uh -huh. So all the pastors kind of just, they're all over the country. Oh. But you have to think that when y'all, like when people go to college, think uh -huh. about the guys and girls that you went to college with and how they acted. <laughs> and then Now those people <laughs> in my life are all pastors. Yeah. So it's like, you'll have a guy, like this This happened uh, like uh, two months ago. Yeah. They were like, oh, our pastor, blah, blah, blah. He went to the same school you went to. You go, and he, and he helped our marriage. He changed our life. Like he helped us get back on track. Yeah. And they show me a picture of him and I go, you mean Thud? <laughs> Thud is the guy? Thud used to take baths in the dorm bathroom. Yeah. Like oh, God. You're like, you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. there was shower. Like, why did he even take it? Like, it's a weird thing. Ooh, yeah. like, we're all sharing yeah. a bathroom. Why are you taking a bath in here? He's bro? got a plant as wood on his ass. He's bath. He's reading Auto Trader. Like, I don't even know where you get that. Oh my god! But he's like, but you're like, and but, Thud's out here like saving lives. Yeah, he's like, they're like, but he's our pastor. And like, wow. Yeah, but I mean, if you saw him the way that I saw him, yeah. like you're like, was there partying at that school? No, we we would do. Like, I mean, there was, but it was like he wasn't drunk. He was just no, no, showering no. in the bath was, for no reason. I figured. I, I thought you were gonna say he was chugging, doing keg stands, smoking weed. No, no, weed. no. It was, but it and was then just, he, went, he was in, he took a bath. I went, oh yeah. He was we just had like different a, college life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was just he was just like a. You're like you, somebody helping you organize your life was the most disorganized person sure. that I ever saw. Yeah, it's yeah, like his, yeah. you could smell his room before we got there, Ooh. and he would always do like weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, not like bad, but you're just like it was always just he was always just odd. I think that people need to give like parents need to give kids warnings like about the types of kids at college, right? Because you don't want to be the guy the guy with the stinky dorm room. Yeah, like you need yeah. to you need to give a heads up to your kid. Or even just teach them how to do, because like the, one of the things that the guys used to do, and you're like that, that you can't do that. They would, they had, we had an AC unit in uh -huh. each one of our rooms, and they would spray Febreze into the filter. Oh, and you're like, oh my gosh, dude! It would stink up the place because it would get moldy. Yeah, because it's, it's water in there. Yeah. And you know what the better move of that? See, I I need to be teaching this. I could be a youth, a youth <laughs> minister too. Yeah, I would be like kids. You take a, a draw, uh, uh, dryer sheet and you put it on the outside oh, so it blows out. That's nice. Don't spray the Febreze in. That's nice. I, I need to tell kids some lessons because you don't want to be the stinky kid. You don't want to be the kid that doesn't shower. Right. Because there'll be a kid that brags how long he doesn't shower every, every floor of yeah. the dorm. Oh, God. And you don't want to be the kid in the shower all the time. Well, Also, you have to eat next to that person. Yeah. Because you, you have to go to the cafeteria. I know. And so. Remember the cafeteria for I the do. first time? I do. I had locks loft, and it was horrible. But I have some of the best memories with those plates. Did you? Could you? Could you get more than one? Yeah, you could get like whatever it was a buffet. you want. Oh, back and Dude, forth, back and forth. That's great. Back and forth. And before I would have a big test, I would go fill up on a big breakfast. Right. And I just, which is the opposite of what I needed. Yeah. You're just going <laughs> to, yeah. you're going to fall asleep in mid test. I know. It was, it was, I would have like a 9 a.m. test and like eight o'clock, I would just be slamming, make your own omelets, hash browns, orange right. juice. <laughs> it was like, I guess that's good, but I should do after the test as a reward. Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I, some of the, some of the sleep that I got in college, I, so we used to have chapel. Okay. And it was it wasn't mandatory, which means that I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But one of my favorite things is because we had like we didn't have class on Monday uh-huh. because so many people in our school had were like pastors and like or interning. So because they had to drive a ways away, they didn't have class on Monday so that they could get back to school. So we had like 7 a.m. classes. Wow. And so wow. you'd have to get up and go to a 7 a.m. class, 8 a.m. class, 9 a.m. class, like stacked. Yeah. And then they go, and by the way, we want you to come to a voluntary chapel. And I go, I think I'm going to volunteer to go get McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm, but again, uh, this is the alone meal. Getting us. Did you ever get to eat the steak, egg, and cheese bagel? Never had that. McDonald's. It was like a. First of all, did you hear that noise, people? Yeah. That is more pure joy. That's the most joy a man could express. It's. Well, first first of all, first of all, the big red flag for the steak, egg, and cheese bagel would Uh be that they only allowed it in 13 states. Okay. Okay. There were stricter. There were stricter rules for the steak, egg, and cheese bagel than the gun law. Yeah. This shit is dangerous. I do. But I would get. I would get. I would get two of them. Okay. I just even now, I'm just like I can feel my arteries clogging. Yeah. But I would get two of them, and I would go back to my dorm room after being in class for 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and I would eat two of those bagels in the sleep that I would go into. It was the best sleep of my life. Yeah. It was like like you ever just wake up and you like you just feel like your joints have been not you've not moved for three hours. And uh-huh. then the first time you just go, you just release them. Ooh. You're like, oh like that's how hard I was sleeping. <laughs> you died for a couple of minutes. Oh, dude, it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. That's and then nice. you're like and you're like, Did I I gotta go to another class after this? That's why I'd uh, I'd always I'd always miss my one thirty class because I'm like you taking that I'm done for I'm done for the day yeah I'm done till five <laughs> when that's, it's dinner time that's nice I was a big napper in college too now I can't nap but college I would nap you oh, could get yeah. at home from an eight thirty class and you yeah you could sleep oh dude it was great oh I can't nap either I could sleep on demand then I can't it takes me four hours to fall asleep now but back in college I could sleep like this well I don't like I don't like napping now yeah. because. I feel like it makes me like I don't feel productive. Like I, yeah. I like going to sleep at like midnight, and then uh-huh. I like sleep until whatever. Yeah, yeah. That uh, and also like cigars have helped me too because it's like you have a cigar at some point during the day, uh-huh. and that kind of like that's like my nap time. You do a cigar oh. every day? Yeah. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. You're like a big oh, cigar. You oh, sit, huge. Sit outside. You are a man that feels like you soak the world in. Oh, I love it, dude. I like. I'm like you. I'm, you like. I could watch. I could see you sitting there, like in silence, just soaking stuff in. Oh, I love it, dude. That's that's when I do my best writing. Oh, With the really? cigar. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, nice. You, I, I mean, I'll sometimes I'll, I'll I'll watch stuff like I watch specials. Uh huh. So that way, I always like tell people whenever I talk bad about a special, uh-huh. or I, there's a special that I love, yeah. I watch it all. I watch them all the same way. Yeah. I sit in my chair. I smoke a cigar. So the, you my mindset. Are, you're a fucking man. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Do you so. hear that? I don't think wait, so. Wait, wait, take that sentence back. Look at you. I made you blush. <laughs> Did Just you hear I, that sentence? You go, I sit in my chair. I smoke a cigar. My chair. To have that phrase, you did it, bro. Yeah. Did you hear that? Well, you I guess I did. My chair. I guess I realized. It. I don't have <laughs> it. You <laughs> have a chair. I'm a I'm a guy that has a chair. That's, that's nice. With suspenders. Yeah, and you got suspenders. suspenders. And a you got a chair. Cigar. That's the height of of a man succeeding is being able to say in my chair. 
That's it. That's it, man. Oh, God. So you sit in your so chair. So I'm on my way. You are. You, oh. You're there. Brother. This you, is. You're wearing suspenders. You got a custom shirt on. What are we talking here? Dude, I'm, I've made it. This is, I mean, this is, this is all, <laughs> The whole time I'm like, I don't I, have a, I don't like my my last, my middle 10 minutes or whatever. And no, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm you a guy it. now. Yeah. You're a guy. You got a chair. So you smoke a cigar. Yeah. You, you sit in the chair and you put the special on. Yeah, and you just soak it, and up. I and I do and I do that, or I listen to music when I'm like in my when I'm trying to be in my head. Yeah, uh, with material because I always feel like whenever you want to really like, like I, I it's something I, I changed over about four years ago because uh. when you're in New York, the comedy you write you have to like, it has to be fast. It has to be very in and out. Eat like it has like act like it's like a, it's like an interstate. Uh-huh. Where it's like it's got to have a lot of entrances and exits. You got to be able to move real Ooh. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you sacrifice being personal when you do that. And so now I got to a point where I was like, I mean, I'm I'm saying funny stuff. Like I know how to be funny. Yeah. But I'm like I can feel that people aren't like connected to me. Like yeah. that thing that you said where you go when you said this, like I felt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I want to write. I want to write things where people go. Man, like, like I'll, I'll have people that come up to me like, yeah, I didn't like this or that. But then one person comes up to me with that same bit yeah. and goes, I felt that. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Well, that's what you, the idea, people leave comedy shows, they go, I liked him. Yeah. They And they need to know you to like you. Right. And you're showing yourself. Well, I don't even care that they like me. I just want them to, I want them to know, like, like, like I want them to feel it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, like I get that. Because I'm not a likable person. I'm really I would disagree. I, 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 would disagree. Really I watch your clips too. I'm like, I, I think you're very likable. I just, I feel, I feel like, cause like, I don't feel the same. Like you see guys that are yeah. like, cause, cause here's how, and this is, I've, I feel bad saying this, huh. but it's like, uh, are you like, no, 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 say it. Look into that, look into that camera and say it. Tell me no. their Instagram handle. Let's I know. I'll take yeah. them too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get everyone involved. <laughs> I know lots of comics uh-huh. that are they're very nice yeah. and they have a career yeah. because people like them. They're not necessarily funny. They're yeah. likable. That's nice. And people go, "Oh, I want to I want to be in their aura uh-huh. and be like I like that." And yeah. it's fine. It's like the same thing with like there are, there are hot people Mm-hmm. That they're like, I just want to be around that hotness, and like that's fine. Wow, because it sounds wh- like you just called out the whole podcast. Uh, like uh, a hot. I loved how he turned that. Uh, it sounds like you just shout out the whole time podcast. That was one likable. Oh, oh, trying to get people to hang out with us. So, so go ahead, insult us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but you, okay. but yeah. you know, we all know the people that are like, dude, if you didn't look like you look, yeah. yes. you would have tomatoes thrown at you. Yeah. Yeah. There is hot privilege in that. They'll listen to you longer. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll be more engaged. But also, but also I, I think that's very funny too, because I get in trouble with that too, because uh-huh. I have a particular type uh-huh. that I'm attracted to. And it's very funny. People go, ah, oh, this is this hot girl mm-hmm. over there. And I go. I go. What is she, is she, is she behind the the skinny girl? Uh. Like you're like, because like people be like, oh my, look at this hot girl. And you're like, dude, yeah. I we gotta. You can't show this to me. Sure. This isn't like this isn't my type. You have a type. Like, dude, that. if it, if it's not if it's not under two, I, you can save it for somebody else. This is beautiful. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, are a preacher. Oh, I will tell this. You are preaching the good word because there's so many big guys that won't go for a big girl. There's a lot of big girls who won't go for a big guy. Uh, it goes both ways. You just said the reverse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a real
real big reversing <laughs> I'm telling No, but there are people, because there's this idea of a chuple. Right. A chubby couple. Oh, 100%. Right? And, right? And people are scared to be in that because they, they're like, oh, I don't want to be identified as that. Right. But to know the like, stuff that you both deal with, like being a person overweight, also to know how to enjoy food together. Right. Also, what's better than a big ass? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I want to the say big the big three. ass. Yeah. I wanted to say the big ass first, but I go, polite, polite. Right, right, right. <laughs> Also, some titties. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is like some, and sometimes yeah. you have you have people that you have a girl that has one, yes, and not the other, yeah, and you learn to appreciate either one. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Need I love. Both. I love. I love. And I, but I, I love the whole thing. I like. Me too. I, I've learned. Like it's so funny. Growing up, for years, yeah. I pretended to like. Like, because that's what everybody told me. That's what you should want. That's what you, and then you'd see guys and they have like, you see big guys and they have like, because they're successful, they have these like, these Barbie dolls with them. You go, oh, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then, then you realize you go like, but I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's sexy. I don't think that that's hot. I was like, it's like, like when you see like a thick girl like just walking and she knows how to like she knows how to walk like she's gotta she's gotta move her hips more than everybody you're like dude that's I'm gonna everything s- i'm gonna sound pretty wild yeah but i <laughs> but i love it when the butt takes a minute to catch up oh absolutely well the leg absolutely. moves and, it, and the butt takes a minute to catch up there's like a tv delay oh, oh yeah dude that absolutely. five second ass absolutely <laughs> absolutely i'm eating tonight oh my gosh dude yeah it's just man. like a just, I just, it just, I, I've, there's so many times I, I just thought about it in my head and I had to take a second just now. Did you see me do that? Did you see me just lose it for a second? Yeah, yeah. You went, I was just like, I was just thinking about my uh, Instagram discover page is basically what I was thinking about right there. Just that's what happened. No, I, I also am of the belief, like whatever the person I love has, I'm excited about. Right. Like I'm not a person that's like, I've been with person, people who have larger boobs and have been like. Oh, I love that. Or then a big ass. Like, oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, isn't right. it great to be with anyone that has something awesome? Well, I will say that of all of the groups that do uh, thick, uh-huh. Italian women do it maybe the best. I'm telling you, it's, it's like, it is very crazy. Like, because I, 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 I all, yeah. when I lived in New York, I lived in a Dominican neighborhood. And so you're like, oh, they, they, Dominican oh, they do, do it great. Beautiful too. They do it great. Yo, God, tell me, where'd you live? The Heights? Yeah, I lived in Inwood. Oh, Inwood, oh, wow. so right cool. above. Yeah, two hundred seven yeah. over there. I lived on one seventy six for a bit. Oh my gosh, dude! It's yeah. like there, but there, it's even like the they have like a a raw kind of like sexuality. Yeah, Dominican women. Uh huh. Even like when they are older, you're like, dude. I remember one time I told somebody <laughs> this story the other day. I was like, I was dropping my laundry off, and the woman that runs the laundromat, she's like fifty five, sixty, uh-huh. like a, and then. Uh, I drop it off and I go, hey, uh, whatever. She weighs it. And she goes, I'll have it to you by Thursday. Is Thursday okay? And I go, actually, I got to leave. She knew what I did. Yeah. So I go, I got to leave on the road on Wednesday. Could you have it on Wednesday? And she goes, absolutely, Poppy. And she touched my hand. <laughs> and I just went. I got feelings. Do I, do I want to lock the door to this laundromat <laughs> right now? And go at it with this 55-year-old woman? I think that I do. Yeah. Did she just make a move on you? Dude, she like, you're like, you're like, and like, dude, well, how am I, how do I, like, they, like, dude, I'm in love. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. That was the first time, you got, the first time a white guy gets called Poppy. Are you white? Oh, yeah. 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 The first yeah, yeah. time a white guy gets called Poppy, 
changed yeah. my life. It's a it's a it's a game changer. And mine was from my deli guy next door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt feelings. <laughs> he called me Poppy. Went, oh, Dios yeah. mios. He definitely. <laughs> he, was, they... he goes, I got to show you something. He brings me across the street. And he like just a... starts walking around waiting for him to call him Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, <laughs> he's fishing for it. I'm like, what's I'm going for on? Poppy. I'm wearing my best blazer he's over going, there. Hey. <laughs> waiting. And I'm like, all right, this is funny. But... Can't, wait, let's take a moment yeah. okay. and talk about how beautiful Itali a thick Italian woman is. Okay. I knew he was going to come back. <laughs> okay. And can I tell you something? I was hoping he was going. Okay. What I, you, know what I, you know what's the best about uh, Italian women that I love is how not how bold they are, how loud they are, how you know exactly what they're thinking. They like to eat and they like to give you food. Right. And they're so like, they're so open-minded about everything. Like people like, oh, it just, come to Staten Island. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I didn't, I, I, I close <laughs> But just, what we love. but please, go, but, but I just, I, I love that they, whatever system they want to have in place, yeah. they will find a way to make that like normal, yeah. So whatever, like, it's like you look at like like even like uh like like mob people. Okay. You go, oh, this is just our life, and this is so uh, they so they take a crazy situation mm -hmm. and they make it feel normal, they because they they like they they cover it in like a weird. It's like a force field. So whatever the belief system is, they kind of just hold it and keep it tight. They support their family. They exactly. Go, they right. go, this is the this is my family, and this is what we do. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought uh, science fiction into it. Yeah, please. Uh, this, <laughs> the mafia isn't real. <laughs> please. Well, we're sponsored by them today. No. Right. <laughs> um, what? And you made that jump from uh, doing ministry stuff to comedy. Right. And was there like a tipping point? Was there something that happened, or was it just like a slow, like uh, maybe I want to do this, I want to do this, well, I want to do this? I was always, I was always into it. Because so when I started preaching, I learned very early on that the best way in because because preachers will do this thing where they tell like a joke up front, mm -hmm. and it's the worst joke that you've what ever heard. What would be a yeah. cliche preacher joke? It's just like a it's just like a it's an it's a it's a joke you would read off the like off a, an email uh -huh. an email in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. A think of a one paragraph joke that you get emailed. Where it's like a farmer was driving down his road and he saw this thing and he goes, Oh my gosh, this thing. And then he took it into town and they said this thing. Uh -huh. And the guy was like, I don't know this thing. And then the farmer goes, this, this thing. Yeah. Like it's like, it's it's so bad. Sure. Yeah. You're like, I can't even think of like an exit. Like it's like a street joke. Yeah. 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 It's like a, it's a like a clean joke. street joke. It's like a, it's like a joke a barber tells a hundred times in a day while he's given a terrible haircut. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's, that's all it is. And I realized I was like, but it's it kills. Yeah, it has to kill every time. Every, I mean, it's like imagine a, uh, you get called into the principal's office. Yeah, and he's gonna suspend you, but before he does, he goes, "All right." So three guys walk into a bar. Yeah, like, you, know, like, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> let the tension is there. Yeah. That's why so yeah. you already know something bad's happening. So the fact that he breaks it with humor, yeah. it makes it a ten. So that's so. But I learn. I watch guys do that, and I go. In my head, I remember going, this sucks. Yeah. Like, they suck at this. Totally. So I go, well, I'm going to do it better. I'm going to be better than that. So I learned uh, how to tell jokes. I learned how to be funny. I also grew up, There's a there was a woman, luckily, that I grew up down the street from, and she was a professional storyteller. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, wow. So uh, she, 
she would uh, tell these stories. Like she would have like she'd go to festivals and carnivals, and she would have they had all these hay bales, and she would just tell story after story after story. Like it was a whole thing, wow. and I would and I would sit there for hours, and I would oh, listen wow. to her tell stories. And were they like her about her life, or were they? They were stories like she she had read them, and like uh. she would she would write some of them. But like that's what she did. Like she was a professional storyteller. Yeah, She'd yeah. go to conventions and tell in front of like thousands of people. She would tell stories. Incredible. And dude, she was great. But I learned how to tell stories from watching her. And then I found stand-up comedy. I used to watch uh, whenever the HBO free weekends. Uh-huh. Whenever they weren't, you know, it was free. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. they always have a comedy special. Sure. And I would just kind of watch it. And then when I got to school, they'd have a class called homiletics, which is like a preaching class. And I go, oh, well, I'm just going to I'm gonna go up top. I'm going to do like two or three minutes of stand-up. Oh, that's awesome. And just kind of like, and have it go to the direction of my sermon. And then I realized that the more sermons that I was doing, I was, I was going towards, I was working harder on the first four minutes than I was on the entire sermon. Wow. And then I got to the end of the road with preaching where I was like, I, I graduated and I was like trying to find a place to do ministry. And then all those doors kept closing. And I was like, well, this is, and I was working like a, I was working in the oil field. And Ooh, I was like, "That's a hard job. That's Armageddon." Then, shit. Well, no, it wasn't like it wasn't like I wasn't drill. Like I was just, uh, I was, I was, I was going to the rigs. I was imagining you being Michael Clark, Clark, uh, Clark Duncan oh, yeah, in yeah, Armageddon, yeah. just slamming drills. I'm gonna tell you something. The fact that he said Michael Clark Duncan and not Steve Buscemi uh, makes me feel so good right now. You're a man in my yes. eyes. <laughs> All the way. This is this is also so funny to me yeah. because do you know my girl's family's favorite movie is Armageddon. I mean, it's it's so crazy that <laughs> it's that's a great movie. movie. That's the movie that you brought up. Like yeah. that is a Long Island movie, yeah, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so Steven funny. Tyler is one of those guys that he goes, he's a little fishy, yeah, yeah. but we like him. We like Aerosmith, you know. <laughs> I don't know about him, but I like the music. You just, dude, my girl, I'm not gonna tell her this. Yeah. I, the, when she listens to this, she goes, "He brought up Armageddon," uh, and like she's gonna flip out. I love Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would my for my first uh, time, I took a girl on a date. We were going to dance, the CYO dance. Uh, right. <laughs> and I've told this before, but your girl needs to hear this. Right. Uh, that and I invited this girl, Nicole, over. My mom goes, you'll get a flower. She comes to the house. She brings her parents to the house, and then we take you to the dance. I must have been 10. Right. She got there, and I played Don't Want to Miss a Thing and sang to her before we went to the dance. And her parents. <laughs> and her parents. My mom lied on a Shea Lounge going, that's my son, as I played Armageddon Don't Want to Miss a Thing. So you went all in on the first thing. I went all in. How did that go? I got in a fight at the CYO dance because someone said they blew my mom, that my mom blew them. Okay. <laughs> and I went, no, she didn't. <laughs> my mom didn't blow you. <laughs> and this 10-year-old go, yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, so she she didn't defend you? Um. Oh, the girl? The, the girl. Nah. And not, you say don't want to miss a thing. Not a, not a Italian. Uh, she didn't know about the shields. She didn't know about the force field. <laughs> <laughs> no, she oh, was dude. great, Nicole. That's crazy. Do you do you like it's I it's so funny that whenever you're young uh, and you go to a dance, you think that like for some reason you think like this is the time to put it all on the line. Oh uh, yeah. Because I did I did the same thing. You did my senior prom. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, dude. You went with someone or you were No, like... so I had this girl that I had a crush on and she always kind of kept me like arm's length. Okay. Kind of like, like a- Annoying. Always like kind of like in the friend zone. But then like when I was like, when I would kind of like move on, 
when I would like kind of start seeing somebody else, she'd kind of like reel me back in. Like the, uh, I didn't know the, these games. I was a I was a Christian boy from Oklahoma. Yes. What did I know? I was a country mouse. What do, I don't know things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is some bullshit excuse. That, I'm just that, I'm just that, that you country mouse. boys can pull off. <laughs> How dare you pull? I'm a country mouse shit. How dare you bring this propaganda? Know? What do I know? How would I know, officer? I'm just a little country boy. I have to, I have to look people up in the phone book. What am I gonna do? You know. <laughs> I didn't know cocaine was illegal. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Was, is this? It depends. Is this cocaine? I don't know. I'm a little country boy. <laughs> so you're, a little, and she, every time you you go with someone, she like trying to drag you in. So yeah, so it was kind of like a, for two years we're playing this uh, weird game, yeah. and so I go. It's my senior prom. Okay. I didn't go to my junior prom because I was I was a man of the Lord, and I was oh. like I was like I don't I don't what's this? There's nothing for me, and. Yeah, that's I did. I was deep in religion, like I was yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. And then my senior prom, my mom was like, "Hey, you should go. Like, this is a memory thing." So I go, "Okay." I invite this girl. We would we talked a lot, and so I remember that she was like, uh, she told me one time, months before, that she wanted to dance with like one of her most exciting things was that she wanted to dance with the love of her life to this one song. I remembered it, wrote it down. I didn't have a computer at this time, so I went to school and I paid a guy five dollars to burn that song onto a CD because I didn't have a CD burner. Yeah, remember Country Kid, of course. So, uh, and so I got the CD, and so on the way home uh, from the dance, I was like, "Hey, let's make a pit stop." I pulled into the the high school parking lot. Stop, bro. And and uh, by the way, I had a pickup, so I. I pull the truck in, uh-huh. roll the windows down, turn the radio up, and I I put the song into the CD player. I walk around the truck and I ask her, "This is the one song we didn't get to dance to. Can we dance to this song?" Dude, when I tell you that I was a kid putting it all on the line, wow, dude, I went all in. This is how to go. Uh, she goes, "Oh, that was great. It was it was it, in the middle of it. I was like, dude, I'm crushing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't even get a kiss on the cheek." And dude, I was heartbroken because you're like, this is me. Like, I I put so much thoughtful energy. Maybe you'll oh yeah, yeah, yeah. date me. Maybe dude, we could be I was together. Like, but you're like you're like this romantic. Is, this is my stand right here. This is yeah, my yeah. romantic stand. Yeah. And then I got my heart broken. And yeah. then I found a then I found a baddie from Florida, and I'm good now. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so, <laughs> I like it though. I think it's a good move. You got to put it out there. You it ends the games. Yeah, because it's it like really this is did. how I feel. This you told me how you feel. Now we're this is it. it really we're not did. gonna do any more cat and mouse. But also, I'm a guy that like I'm like you. Like I go for it. Yeah. You should like, go you're for like, it. It's it's kind of a thing where it's like it's kind of a beautiful thing. Like I don't pursue women any. Like I've never I never I stopped doing that. Because sure. like I'm, why why do I have to convince you uh, to be with me? You either want yeah. to or you don't. Yeah. Well, there's this thing with big guys that like they never assume. That we are romantically interested in them, right? That you, I really have always had to been like, oh, I have, I've had to flirt hard, like not like aggressive, but right. like I've had to make it clear, right? Or, so I'm not just the friends, the fun friends, right. you know? So you, yeah, I, you have to go over the top. You, I just have to be like, I think you're hot, right? <laughs> I 
just had to flat out say it. I go, I'm into this. Yeah. Or, so then they're not just like, oh, oh, Sebastian, I love him. Right. When, when, when you hear the I love, when the love hits, hits a oh, love, you know that's not real. Oh, dude. I love him. Yeah. I go, shut the hell up. Yeah. I think God, right? Because, or else I'm just this fun, fun friends, you know? Yeah. Because. Uh, Unfortunately, through media, big men are perceived as like sexual beings, right? Except for Jack Black, shout out. Um, uh, he's oh, my girl. My girl loves Jack Black. Of course she, of does. course she does. She's with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking? I was hoping that you'd be wearing the suspenders, walking in School oh, of Rock style. It's just it's of all of all the guys that are on like the like all the it's just an homage to chubbiness. It's like uh. she loves like. Uh, Gandolfini, Danny DeVito, and Danny Jack DeVito, Black. Danny DeVito's a chubby guy? Oh, dude, he's the chubbiest. Oh, I thought he was just short. Well, he, yeah, but I mean, like, he he qualifies. He does. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. He gets I don't want to take it away. Listen, if you, get, if you at some point get the nod to play the penguin, you're chubby for life. Uh, okay. You are <laughs> chubby for life. This is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm still defensive about this pizza place, but the penguin thing, yeah. I'll take. <laughs> well, let's, well you, you just got to try it the next time. I will. Next time I come through, I will Next try time you it. go to Oklahoma. <laughs> Hey, who knows what brings you out there, you know? That's I never true. thought I'd be there. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I, hope, I hope you get to come. Jack Black is a guy that was like did wonders for the big community. Because yeah. he was one of the first... Between that man right there, Chris Farley, right? right? He, was so, he was the person that showed me that like, oh, how lovable a fat man can be, right? 100%. And But Jack Black was someone that was a romantic lead in movies. Right. And that changed it for me. Because I go, oh, the uh, uh, man could be... Not just lovable by all, but a woman could love him. 100%. And then James Gandolfini showed me that a fat guy could fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Show me that a fat guy isn't just lovable, yeah. but he's sexy. Yeah. And he knows how to throw some dick around. 100%. You know what's wild? Have you ever heard the stories about him before? Dude, he was doing that before he was ever famous. Of course. Oh, really? He, like, he, he was, wasn't he was acting that, that yeah. much. No, no, no. Was, <laughs> everyone goes, he's a great actor. He's a good actor. He's a better aura. You know what I mean? It's his energy. I, don't, I see interviews and I'm like, he does, he's not really Tony Soprano at all. Remember the four episodes he does where he's Kevin Finnerty or whatever? That, yeah, my least me, favorite episode. Yeah, well, that is, that's what he's like in interviews. <laughs> He was a theater boy in New, New Jersey. You don't got to tell. Yeah, he keeps that secret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, but I he's think not repping Mason Gross. A hundred percent. Shout out Rutgers one Shout time. Out Mason Gross. <laughs> I can't believe you say Mason. I can't believe I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> we know all the theater companies yeah. here. <laughs> so what? It, like, so what? What is it like being like a theater kid here? Uh, I did so I did like a ton of uh, musicals growing up because my sisters did it. So yeah, I didn't love them or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do sixteen? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Backstage, all the girls are naked. So what are you? Yeah. What are you gonna yeah. do? What are you? Gonna... <laughs> they always get adjusted. It's always it. it's always the same thing when you meet a, when you meet like a male cheerleader and, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. like an SEC or like. Uh -huh. a, you're like, uh, why would you do that? And you go, I don't know, man, because uh, all the all the cute girls are always around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to you have to play it like yeah. that. You're like, yeah. I don't like like I enjoy this. Like yeah. you can't just enjoy something. You can't. No, yeah. I'm still. I don't even do musical theater. I go, yeah, I would have. I don't care. <laughs> I'm giving excuses for a ten year old kid. No, I did theater for years, and then I was like, I like, I just, I didn't like singing. I, like that always stressed me out. Right. Because. 
you could really fuck up singing. You could really oh, do absolutely. a bad job singing. And it's very embarrassing. And I liked like the parts where I would get laughs. So I was like, let me figure out how I just perform and get laughs. Right. And I was like, oh, improv sketch, right? It's like I'm doing just the funny parts of plays. Right. And uh, so I do all that now. And then I, I now teach online. Well, I teach, you know, it's cool. I teach people from all over. So I bet you I teach some people from Oklahoma. I'm sure you do. Yeah. They yeah. could use a lot more lessons. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> really? Not that funny. <laughs> they, I, it's, it's crazy that it's like they don't, they don't understand like the art form of it. Really? Okay. Yeah. They in Oklahoma, it's kind of hard for them to kind of grasp. But there are like ballet is very big in Oklahoma. It's like, oh. huge. Like, Russia and Oklahoma. Like, I heard the like, two two big spots. Well, there's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it really is. <laughs> but like the University of Oklahoma has like an amazing ballet company. Like the, oh. uh, Oklahoma. Like I I had a girl that I went to school with. Uh-huh. Uh, she dropped out of high school for like two years. Yeah. Because she was like a traveling ballerina yeah wow like it's like a thing she's on like a touring company yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that's incredible it's she just like it's weird she just like disappeared for two years like where is she so oh she's traveling the country with a with a ballet company that's amazing and so you're like do they do that you're like yeah it's like a thing it's like a big thing it's like like pittsburgh you would never think has a huge musical like uh ballet theater thing it's like popping there it's like there are these like niche communities throughout the, the united states that are like oh Wow, you really are flourishing. I right. did not realize that. It's like, oh, they all bonded together like, hey, listen, we're tired of these guys that are just wearing, you know, trucker hats and, and like jackets and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like, we're going we're gonna to do the other thing. Did you chew tobacco growing up? Uh, no, I never. Oh, my whole family did. Of course they did. It was, it, it was, it was, I really was like the only one that didn't. Yeah. Like all my uncles did. Like my, like my great grandpa used to have like the brick. He'd have a, a pocket knife, uh-huh. and so he'd have like a brick of chew, and he would cut it, and he would put it into his mouth, into his lip, and his oh. lip. So when Oof. my grandpa, Oof. then when my grandpa, uh, he started dipping Levi Garrett, which is a pouch, uh-huh. and you pull it out, and my great grand or my great my great grandpa would look at him dipping Levi Garrett, and he goes, "He's a child." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Like, I tried to dip in college and i would just put pouches in and i would have like a 50 percent puke rate oh yeah and yeah. i would be like i want to do it i want it's cool i want to do it i liked when it would relax me but half the time i would have to pull over on the side of the road throw up i threw up on a plane once it would just make me puke i mean it is crazy how much it's like modified yeah. where it's like yeah. my great grandpa cut the bar uh-huh. yeah and then my grandpa used to my great grand or my regular grandpa used a pouch uh-huh. and then all my uncles did like Skull and Kodiak. My dad did Kodiak. Sure. Whereas, like, you just stick your tongue out and you just grab a, you just grab a dip. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then now all the guys that I know have the pouches, like the snooze. Yeah, pouches. that's yeah. what I would use. It's like it's crazy. That that's the only form of tobacco that's evolved. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. Because if anything, I guess uh, cigarettes have become uh, like, like the vaping. Vapes, the vape. yeah. But if anything, cigarettes have become like people roll their own more than yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. There's like unfiltered is more popular than ever. Well, I think it's also the quality of tobacco that you get when you have to roll your own, too. It's because bad. like that's why cigar smoking is like such like a thing where people go, like, aren't you afraid you're gonna get like? And I go, no, because like the quality of tobacco yeah. in a cigar is 
exponentially like better. It's long. It's a longer process. Like a cigarette from the time a seed is planted to the time it's a cigarette is six weeks. A cigar on average is two to three years. Oh wow! So if you smoke a hand rolled cigar, like any like you go down like a, like a Monte yeah. Cristo, yeah. it's a two year investment. Wow. Somebody invested two years of their knowledge and life into that cigar, even wow. if it's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, even the so the great ones are even aged longer than that. Do you do? Do you go like this? No, no. I have to. Ask. No, you don't. It's like, <laughs> it is kind of like a thing. I don't want to look like a fool. We like let me yeah. check out. <laughs> yeah, when people do that, you go. First of all, as a cigar person, I go. What are you smelling for? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me exactly what you smell. Yeah. First of all, there's a rapper on that, yeah. so yeah, yeah. good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just because that's what they show in movies and stuff like that. The person yeah, yeah, yeah. like sliding a cigar across their nose. Well, that's so. Here's another thing too, uh, and I'll tell you this: you watch cigar people uh, in movies. Yeah. They light with the wrong lighter. They oh. write. They light with Zippo lighters. I've dude. I've been smoking cigars for years. Uh-huh. I've never seen a guy light a cigar with a Zippo lighter yeah. unless it was a last resort. Oh, okay. What they, is it? Was they it? all use like butane, or yeah. if they're like a real cigar guy, uh-huh. they have a piece of uh, cedar wood, and they'll light the cedar wood, or they'll use matches. They'll use matches because matches wood like uh, butane. You can sometimes taste a sure. little bit of the butane. If you're like a purist, yeah. But also, you can take like a piece of wood and light your cigar. Wow. So like the wood burns, and you just light, and it's like that's the purest form of it. Are you rocking pure? No, no, no. Butane. But I have, I have like a yeah. I use a butane just because I'm like I always uh, smoke like I like I'm on the go. Yeah, so yeah. So like yeah. I can't, I can't have wood with me. Like I have, no. I already have so much stuff as it is. You can't be going yeah. through TSA and be like, sir, why do you have all this wood? Yeah, that, that would be very funny. <laughs> I'm just a like, country mask. <laughs> In case I run into any vampires, yeah. I always like to make sure that I got plenty of wood around. Where are you going to smoke your cigar today in New York? Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't made a plan. I uh, I don't know. Is there any good spots in Brooklyn that I should go to? I don't know. Oh, do you smoke? Do you want to smoke? I don't smoke. I would smoke okay. a cigar. He would. I like a cigar. <laughs> yeah. I don't smoke. You're going to see me with the skinny guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that a bad look? Roll it. <laughs> what can I do to man myself up? No, um, no, I don't smoke cigars, unfortunately. You should, um, give, you should give it. You should give it a shot. I, I've, I've tried. I've smoked. I've, I used to smoke a lot of weed, and then I stopped right. that. And now I just take edibles occasionally. I've Fair really enough. tamed down. You know where? It, it, how cold is it outside? It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. I was gonna say you go by the water, but it might be a little yeah. too cold for that. Well, I mean, I got. I, that's one thing I learned uh, living here is uh, you're always prepared to be outside. Yeah. For yeah. a good amount of time. Yeah, you always have to know. Like, I, I might be walking somewhere for a little bit. I might be doing this. You know. Um, you need a good jacket. When I was a kid, like having a good jacket was like the move. Cause a kid in New York used to spend hours just standing outside. Right. Just standing. You're always waiting for something. Waiting for your mom to not smell the weed on you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta air out. I gotta be outside. Oh, always. I remember the when I first got my first North Face. That was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because then it was like. You could stand outside for a long time, and it had, like, six pockets. One pocket was big enough to hold a 40. Oh, wow. I had, like, one of the longer, big North Faces, and I could put a 40 in my jacket. Oh, wow. That's you crazy. You weren't drinking as a kid. No. I did I didn't, I didn't. did not drink until I was 21 years old. Oh, wow. And, That's like... And on your birthday, you had that sip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, in a, I was in a casino in Vegas with my, with my mother and my grandmother. And I bought a Corona. 
That was hey. my first. That was my first drink. Turn up. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was, it, but it was just because that's what my that's what my dad always drank. Uh, so yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, that's what he he's what he drank, uh-huh. and my uh, one of my uncles always drank it. So I was like, it was, but it wasn't fun. It, it wasn't like a. Dude, I didn't get I didn't get lit. Like you had I was just, one Corona, and then you're like, I'm good. Well, I I never really found like I wasn't a huge even when I was doing comedy, uh-huh. like I didn't really I always just drank what other people drank. Yeah, like when I was doing when I started doing stand up like regularly, like uh-huh. like uh, I would just drink Coors Light. Yeah, just because I was yeah. like, <clears throat> I was like it was there, whatever. It's not a bad beer. That's what I drink. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. No, I don't know that I would said that into a camera. But <laughs> I said about it. I didn't pass no. <laughs> I like a Coors Light. You know why? Light, I, 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 Sometimes yeah. the heavy IPAs they yeah, get me yeah. f- foofing. Right, right. They get me foofing. And you know what's embarrassing? So I don't like drink beers often. Sometimes, like if us we go out, we'll have some. You beers. Gotta watch for gout now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, how, how old are you? Thirty-four. <sighs> it's on the way. Stop. I'm telling you. You gave me you gave me suspenders. A good thing. Yeah. yeah, you have gout. Oh, dude, it doesn't. It is not all the time, but it like it'll flare. Ever since I was a kid, I, I like I would do like that stupid ass lunchroom trick where I would see how fast I could chug a water bottle. Yeah, that's I was great. All about that. So ever since I was a kid, I one blame that. I think it made my stomach bigger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm it not, does make your stomach bigger. I'm not fat. Sure. I'm waterlogged. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I stretch through water because I would do two water bottles in a row sometimes. Like, it couldn't be good for a young boy. Right. <laughs> I was it definitely makes your stomach. My friend did the uh, hot dog eating contest, and the way that he was able to eat almost as many as Joey Chestnut was he would chug water every morning before work for an hour. Wait, who's your friend? My friend's name is Carmen Sincotti. Okay. And he got up 64 and a half, I think. And he's not a big guy. He just Yo, he stretched on, his wall, his stomach. He was on, yeah, 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 for years. He got second place. He won like fifty to hundred thousand dollars. for you now. <laughs> <laughs> he opened up. Let me make sure. Yeah, that, uh, this kid's so getting the my man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he—that's what he would do. Chug water because you can't yeah. buy that many hot dogs every morning. Right. No. Yeah. And that's what it is, but. Yeah, so I would chug water. And then I was in college because I would drink. Um, I would be able to do a party trick where I would shotgun a 24-ounce beer. Oh, wow. And I would shotgun it. And then everyone would cheer. And then I had to go, have to go stand in the corner for five minutes because I felt right. so sick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, when I drink a ton of beers, I just end up farting. And like, if yeah. I go on a date, I can't drink beer because God forbid, God, I mean, God forbid a girl comes home. Right, <laughs> and then she deals with me, and then I'm a stereotype of a fat guy farting on her all night long. Yeah, I can't do that. We need to hang out three times. Well, that's before you gotta, I poof. You got to become a cocktail guy. Mm, you're that's a cocktail a man. Thing. I am now. What do you drink? What's your cocktail? Uh, old fashioned is my favorite. Dude, oh, old fa- and, and, dude, a nice old fashioned. You are so freaking grown. <laughs> yeah, oh, an old fashioned a cigar. You got my chair. <laughs> <laughs> an old fashioned is good. Oh, dude, it's when it's done right. When it's like when when a guy really when somebody makes like takes time yeah. to really make a good one yeah it's there's I don't think there's anything better because it's like you you taste all because like all an old fashioned does is kind of like exemplify like the notes of a good whiskey uh-huh. so you're like oh this is I understand why why whiskey people like like they're so big because like all you kind of feel all the notes when you have like a when they make it like the like the cocktail like the right way, I like a cocktail that you could taste the alcohol in. Yeah, I don't like 
something that is masked. Right. I like to know that I'm putting poison in my body. 100%. I want, I think it's actually more dangerous if you don't taste the liquor. Right. It's like, I don't, I don't want you to, I don't want to pretend like this is something else. No. Let's not, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. I want to know. Poison. Right. <laughs> it's poison. And let me poison me. I want to feel the poison going down. When I was a, because I like sugary drinks. Right. And so I, w- I would do this this move in high school. I would get, like, beers for the guys and then Smirnoff Ices and bring it be like, because, right. like, girls back then would drink the Smirnoff Ices. And I was the worst because I'd be like, I got some Smirnoff Ice too. Yeah. I, and i drink all of them before the girls could even right. touch them. And someone would be like, Sebastian, why the hell are you drinking all the Smirnoff Ices? Right. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to get the girls... They're just trying to get them uh, like having fun with it because they'll st- they won't drink and they'll want to go home. Right. If they if there's they no beer. nothing to drink. Right. Yeah. There's nothing to drink. We can't play a drinking game with you not drinking. Right. Yeah. He's, he's over there just with, with six empty bottles. <laughs> sure. Me just bouncing off the walls with a sugar <laughs> high. <laughs> um. I was. I think I was invited actual uh out to Tennessee to go teach in Nashville. Oh yeah. There's a, a comedy theater out there. Yeah. Uh, I forget which one it was. I should follow up. Yeah, you should. You should come out, dude. You would, yeah. yeah, it's, dude. It's a great town. It's so much fun. The food is like the food is like is like good. I would say like it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, uh, and the music is good. Yeah, well, because you you well you can kind of pick your lane with because some people like 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 they like like. Sorry, that was I got hung up. <laughs> <laughs> you cut this out of there. Uh, People like live music, but they don't really care about the quality of it. Okay. So it's just like, as long as a guy's in a guitar in the corner, sure. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so there's that. I felt that way a little bit about the bars in Dublin. That, yeah, uh, yeah, there is that vibe. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. The guy's playing music in the corner. Yeah, they don't really care. It's kind of like a piano thing. Where they're like, there's a guy in the corner. Yeah, who, yeah. who cares? And then there's some places where it's like, this is our thing, but they're just playing cover songs. And then there's places you can go where it's like songwriters. Like I have a buddy of mine. His name is Adam Hambrick, uh-huh. and he's he write he's like he's he's written for a bunch of of the country music people. Like he's got like five or six or seven like number one songs Damn. that he's written. Yeah, um, and he does music on his own now, and he'll go to this place called the Listening Room or like the uh-huh. Bluebird Cafe, and those are where people are doing like originals. The, those sound like yeah, Nashville yeah. joints. Well, they're so, but here's the thing is also a lot of the singer, like the songwriter guys, uh-huh. they're not good at singing. Of course. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. You're like, like you hear him, you're like, ah, this is tough. But Adam, my dude, he's like, he's got a, he slays, dude. He's like, you're like, it, and that's the thing. It makes me, honestly, being in Nashville makes me feel better about where I am in my career. Because you see, like my buddy Adam is uh-huh. like this amazing. He's incredibly talented. Yeah. Can write an amazing song that like will make you feel. Yeah. Like dude, it like dude. Whenever I I hear him like play songs live. Uh huh. Like I remember the first time I went and saw him, uh, and I and I heard this song that he wrote, and I'm like, dude, I'm like crying at the bar, and you're like, dude, this is crazy, and he sings great, but you're like. But he can't even get in the door. Like nobody wants to put him on the radio. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to do. And you're like, dude, what do you? This dude is amazing. Yeah. Like I, I see what you put on there. Like I see what you put in. And so like it kind of just makes me realize you're like, 
oh, like there are lots of really talented people that are where you are. It doesn't mean that you're not talented. It doesn't mean you're not amazing. It doesn't mean you're even like speak, not speaking to the people. Yeah. It's just, you just got to bide your time until you get your, you'll, you'll get your chance. And then once you get your chance, they're going to find all your stuff. Yeah. You're, you're going to have, but you're going to have this body of work. Cause so many you'll people be ready. Yeah. A hundred percent. You'll be ready. And it's great to see that through another art form because it would be too hard to like comedy. You could see that, but it'll be, it's easier to see it through like music where you have no horse in the race. Right. So you're, you're like, if that, like you have no stake in like saying he's good or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you're able to really feel that. And you're like, if that applies to him, it could apply to this, this and that, you know? Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I love, so you always keep coming back to this word feel. Yeah. I think that's nice. Why I liked, uh, so when I was younger, I got really into Ray Charles. And I would I like think, Charles. why do I like him? It's because I could feel him through the keys. Yeah. Like, 100%. I like I liked piano players and I like the ones that you could feel emotionally as they hit the keys. Mm -hmm. And I am obsessed with this idea of like, you either need to tell me, uh, like, tell me who you are. Let me know how, I, so I could feel you, like, or make me feel something, right? Like, I'm obsessed with, like, a musician that makes me feel rather than their voice being perfect. Dude, it's so funny you say that Ray Charles thing, because in my head, like, anybody that can play, just, like, I can hear, th I can hear th four notes and three words, and it makes me close my eyes. Dude, when I hear the phrase, well, that's offensive for Ray Charles. Yeah, well, that's very funny. <laughs> How dare you? That's yeah. appropriation right there. <laughs> that's very funny. He goes, I you guys better have your eyes open out there. That's why, I'm saying, I, dude, I love you so much right now because uh -huh. I was legit about to go into like a very serious, like, I was going to say something. Like, dude, you, you caught me with a right hand. Like, uh, you're like, uh, you're like oh, dude, he got me so bad. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at you. I was looking at the table trying to say the thing that I was going to say. He was about to close his eyes. Oh, my God. I was about to close yeah. <laughs> No, it just makes you feel it. And oh, for sure. And also, there's so few piano players that you know who they are from a notes. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love even, what, were the, what were the three words? Oh, yeah. well, uh, when, he, when I hear the, when you hear him go, it brings a tear. And you, yeah. you I, dude, I know that next note do, and when it comes. Do. Do. Into my eyes, dude. Like everything that he said, you're just like, dude. I like, I know that moment. I know that moment. Like I know what it feels like. I'm so sick with that. I know that song from him playing it by himself and with the orchestra. Yeah, like I was into Ray Charles. Yeah, and then the movie came out and everyone started getting into. It. I go, you fucking poses. Yeah, I go, I liked them before. I got, uh, yeah. I got into him because of the movie. Yeah, you like Jamie Fox. Well, I was 10 when the movie yeah, came out, yeah, and I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch PG-13 movies, and I was allowed to watch the Ray Charles movie. I would get so annoyed when people were playing Ray the soundtrack uh, with Jamie Foxx singing. I go, yeah. what the fuck are we doing? Right. So you didn't Just like go Digger. to the source. Yeah. yeah. Go to, what? It's pissed me off so much that that was a CD, that it was just yeah. Jamie Foxx doing Ray Charles songs. Well, he even he did it on a Kanye song. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, but they changed I, the lyrics a little bit. But I guess if more people found out who Ray was, yeah, I mean, dude, he's, he was like a—it's kind of like a thing. You—he was just like a beautiful, like a soul. Yeah, yeah. Like, a be like you're like, oh, dude, like that's—that's that's, honestly that's as an artist, like that's what I want to be. Mm -hmm. I want somebody to like when they find my stuff. Yeah, I want them to feel like that thing, like that, like a. 
like oh my gosh dude like i know that how that feels or what he's yeah. talking about or like Oof. that's that to be that guy yeah. and do it through comedy like people don't do that it, like and that takes time well that's really yeah. that's good that you moved to, away from new york then yeah you think so? yeah because here it's it's a, like a culture of like you got to be quick and yeah. you perform yeah. for tourists here all the time. It's like, and it's just like standing and saying jokes. Yeah. I David imagine. Tell is the cliche, like, yeah, he's yeah, like the king yeah. of New York comedy. We even like, you don't uh, know shit about him. No Norman, Morell, yeah. those yeah. are, and they're all, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah, great. Yeah, they're funny. all, they're joke writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all fantastic at it. Even Joe List. Joe, but yeah. like, you, and the only thing that I, the only knock on them would be like, that you can hear them talk for an hour. And you don't know anything about yes. them. Yes. Yeah. You know nothing about them. No. And I I just love the, like, because I'm, I'm a very emotional guy. Like, even, like, I mean, dude, Nate makes fun of me so much. Oh, really? He goes, I mean, it's just like, because, dude, I'll cry at the drop of it. Like, if there's a moment that I have, <laughs> I'm like, the boys? dude, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> I love here. that. You got here. Not here. Sebastian. <laughs> I, I, I almost saw a tear. I was protecting you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like, I, dude, yeah. I, get, I get very, like, emotional. That's uh, nice. And I can. But I want, that's what I want people to feel because like there's uh one of my favorite comics right now uh -huh. he's truly unbelievable um is ali sadiq okay. i don't know them oh my gosh dude dude i mean <laughs> first, first of all as somebody somebody who's a performer yeah you have to watch I his, it is a i mean today Yes, yes. It yes. is a he has these he has a special called Domino Effect. Uh -huh. And there's like a part 2 and he's releasing part 3 and 4, but it's about him uh he was like a, a drug dealer uh -huh. in Houston. And he's like dude, he's like a real dude, but it's like a, he's the best storyteller alive. Sure. And but everything that he does, he moves so deliberate and so everything is poignant. Everything has a purpose. And he sits down why he He's very like he holds court. Yeah, and it goes back to the storyteller that yeah, you, yeah, that you love so 100%. much. One hundred percent. Like that's where I got I came from. Yeah, and when I came here, I learned how to be funny fast, and I learned Which how you to, need one hundred percent. You need people that move sl too slow. You're like you you have to you have to know every breath, and in New York, every breath matters. Uh huh. And so that's one thing that I learned being here. Is to not is to even if you're gonna move slow, make the moving slow important. Like make it matter. Interesting. And That's so, really cool. Yeah, dude. I but it's like it, it's it's kind of just bringing all the worlds together. Yeah. I think that's my that's kind of my whole thing is I I want to be somebody that's different. But like nobody, there are not many comics that you can feel mm -hmm. that that go by feel. Well, that like was... even even writing like even writing stuff I. Uh, Unless I unless it's a, it's like I I had a terrible day uh, or like I, I'm I'm overcome with emotion I don't write about it because uh, if if I'm going to if I'm not if I'm not if I don't if I feel indifferent about it mm. how are you gonna feel like no. any type of way about it a hundred percent yeah so, I agree with that like you need to you'll find the funny right you're not you'll, just writing to be clever yeah I mean dude there's a there's a bit on my special uh -huh. that I tell people about and I think I've only made, maybe told this one at a time yeah on something. But uh, there's a bit on my special. It was like the darkest day of my life. Yeah, wasn't that special? And it's crazy because nobody will ever know it. But the bit, and this maybe this is encouraging your people to go watch the special. It was tremendous. Check it out. Yeah, go check it out. But there's a bit in there uh -huh. uh, where I talk about eating Popeyes, mm -hmm. 
And but that bit was like the darkest day. It's kind of when I changed this whole thing that I do. Yeah. So the bit is uh, that you can uh, you can feel the weight of the bag and know that they didn't give you a biscuit. I think you said two biscuits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a correct you on yeah, your own bit. Yeah. But I believe the man well, knew it was in two reality. Biscuits. The sad part was in reality it was two or it was one. It was only one in reality. Yeah, yeah. But I had that. That's how hard the weight thing was but i had yeah. to make it more believable for everyday people and so <laughs> <laughs> but that day i'm not thinking too dark uh-huh. but uh when i was here i got to a point where like i felt like i hit a wall yeah in my career where i was like i couldn't i couldn't break into the clubs uh-huh. i was I, they were making me do late night at certain places yeah. with comics that were just terrible and the comics that were there were treat me like garbage sucks and i mean i remember one time i was doing late night and a guy that i'd never seen before like dude i was like even though i like i was torn some with nate but like i was opening for like nick swartzen like i would do yeah dude i was doing some stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, it was kind of like i was doing it was kind of like the thing was like just be humble and do what you got to do and they put me at the end of late night at the end of late night and then the guy that went before me i'd never seen him before i've never seen him since uh, he goes before me. There's like four people left. They've walked. There was like 25 people when it started. They've walked everybody. Yeah. And there's f- two or four people left. And he goes on and he does his thing. And he goes, all right, guys, good night. And they get up and they leave. <gasps> and then I'm sitting in the back of the room like. Uh, that's a tough day. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, man, I totally forgot about you. And I'm like, and I, dude, I was like, dude, I'm telling you, it was one of the lowest point in comedy. Yeah. And I'm at home in my apartment, and I don't even have like a kitchen table. I'm literally just sitting, like, I have a butcher's block, mm-hmm. like kitchen cart, yeah. and I just pulled a chair in, and I just sit. It's like the saddest kitchen setup of all time. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I, I like, and legitimately, I'm like, dude, I think I might like just, I think maybe it's time to check out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just being like that. And I'm not trying to be like, but no. we all have moments like it's that. It's real. Yeah. And I and the only thing in my life that made me feel better was Popeye's chicken. <laughs> it was Popeye's chicken, dude. I, dude, I'm telling you, like a five piece with mashed potatoes and a and a and a Coke. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. So I go, all right, dude. We'll just we're, we'll call this a day. Uh, I order it on on Seamless, yeah. and it comes. And I'm like, this is the only thing that makes me feel better. And I always would get an extra biscuit. And he handed me the bag. And on my darkest day, I just felt the bag. And I was like, it's not in there. (laughs) Not only is my extra biscuit not in there, my original biscuit that comes with the meal is not in there. And I I get over to the butcher's block, and I open the whole thing up, and none of my biscuits are in there. And I go, what am I gonna dip into this mashed potatoes and gravy now? You know what I mean? And I had this, like, I was just like, I was like, dude, this is, and then I had this, like, this is like the, I know it's like a pit bull in me uh-huh. comes out and goes, you, you see how you're feeling right now? Yeah. It was like a, you're a comic. So write the darkness. Like that's literally what yeah. my brain. And so this is, you feel this whole thing. Uh-huh. Everybody feels this thing. Yeah. So write this thing. And so you can go to my special, and if you see the bit, yeah. the bit isn't dark at all. Not at the all. The bit's very, 
I mean, just kind of it's so yeah. But nobody would ever know that that bit came from the darkest place, and that's what I learned. Is and it connects. Yeah, people really connect to it. They go, I love that thing. Yeah, and and people will never know that it's like a, it's like this dark moment in my life. Uh-huh. And so that's what I learned is like to really connect. You have to find those really those moments that are just like that almost want to overtake you that affect you but deeply the, it's also beautiful when you do a set filled with those because it's a like every night it's a reminder of what tried to break you and didn't and now you're like no matter what is in front of you it's always like oh i conquered that i conquered this moment yeah. i survived this moment yeah. like whatever it is like i'm here now because i beat that and whatever's in front of me i'll beat that too like that's like that's like the vibe. That's beautiful. And so that's what I that's who I want to be as a comic. So anybody else that's like whenever you go through stuff like that, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. like I that's my boy right there. Because and then once they know the story, uh-huh. it's like now we did this. Yeah. That's what I anybody that want that is a fan of mine, I want them to know like we did this. That's we cool. beat this thing. Yeah. Because yeah. if you connect with me, that means you've been where I've been. And so now you're going where I'm going. Because we're here together. We've experienced this thing together and we both beat it. Uh-huh. And now we're going to keep going through the whole thing. This is the preacher in you this right now. This is the now. preacher. <laughs> we are open, it's not open just your I. Bible yeah. to John chapter 4. Yeah. I, think, I think you're beautiful. I think yeah, you're likable. Sure. I think you're awesome. I think everyone should make sure everyone goes out and checks uh, your special on YouTube. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed watching it. I think that you're a really sweet person, too. Thank you, brother. I appreciate yeah, it. It yeah. means a lot. And, and likewise. Thank you so much. I think Maybe you need to connect. Maybe next time we'll talk and we'll get to know you more. Um, <laughs> no, that, we try to have heart on the show. That's what I like about the show. That's why I'm like, we want to keep doing it. And people reach out to us all the time. Oh, for sure. And heart is what's important. I think heart I is really important. Yeah. The um, comedy stuff goes on top. 100%. That could be service level. Well, that's why, uh, I mean, when my when my girl showed me y'all stuff, I was like, oh. Oh, okay, this is like, I like, I'm I'm, in, I'm into this. I love that. Thank you, much. man. I appreciate it. I was super excited when she reached out yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. to come on the pod. She really is the best. Yeah. So when you come to Nashville, we'll have you, we'll come, up, we'll, we'll come over to the house. Yeah, I would love and, that. Uh, and uh, we'll have her cook. Cause she's like she's unbelievable. Dude. That's what I need. Oh God, bring a little she, New York. She makes she makes. Oh, if you brought her, dude, I'm telling you that crushed red pepper flakes, dude. I'm so uh, excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. But she would she makes these lasagna rolls that are out of Ooh. this world. Oh, that sounds it's, good. Oh, dude, lasagna rolls, great. Better than the original. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. She's so good. She's so good. <laughs> half of this yeah. podcast was emotional. Half of it was us talking about food. Going. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, where can the people find you out there? Uh, on Instagram, Justin Smith Comedy. Beautiful. Uh, all my everything you need. If you go to Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram, my link tree's there. Yeah, it's got upcoming dates. It's Woo. got a uh, um, uh, link to my special. Yeah, I did a spec. Uh, the I did a little small set for uh, Nate Bargetti's YouTube channel. Oh, awesome! Like a little, like a little eight ten minute thing. I, I love that. I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's all. It was all about. Uh, I tried to keep like a theme, uh-huh. but it was all about my move to Nashville. Oh, so they're all the little fun things that I learned. Uh, just kind of moving there because I had like a crazy year. Uh huh. Like when I moved there, so the whole 
the whole set is about me moving to Nashville. Oh, that's awesome. So, I can't wait to check it out. Dude, thank you so much. This of was, course. This was yeah, incredible. it was great having you Robbie, on. Robbie, what do you want to plug? Uh, just the podcast. Yeah, of course. A lot about podcast. nothing. Follow on YouTube. Follow us. Yeah. Uh, if you want, to uh, go check out the Patreon. Uh, we yeah. love our Patreon subscribers out there. Keep uh, comments on the YouTube. Share the clips. We really appreciate that. Uh, thank you all. All right, Robbie. Hit the music. Hit the music.